0: Okay. hello and welcome to this episode of the af mentors podcast i have james with me james how are you
1: good morning i am very good thank you i'm a, I'm a little ill but i'm all right
0: oh no what's wrong
1: I, i've got an ear infection i can't hear anything out of my left ear
0: oh are you dizzy or are you fine
1: I'm. Do you know a, a lot of people have asked that, but I'm actually all right. But I was. I went to see my GP yesterday, and he looked and was like, "Yeah, we need to get that sorted."
0: And what you just on an antibiotics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not great. But I'm okay. I'm
1: grand. Like I feel fine in myself apart from I'm that. I'm fine. That I can't
0: my ear is not okay.
1: Well, yeah, like you know, my, me and my body were two separate entities, and we just communicate flawlessly in this this wonderful world.
0: Yeah. Great. I'm very pleased (laughs) to hear that. Um, I kind of did that with my back when it was bad. I was like, no, that's not like, I'm fine. Back's not great. Yeah.
1: And yeah, sometimes you have to. Sometimes I think you can be able to keep going on, even if something isn't quite right.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Otherwise, you're like, every day's crap because I'm in pain. You just have to like compartmentalize that.
1: Well, it's like waiting for the perfect moment before you do everything. If you wait until your body is feeling absolutely perfect before doing anything, you'll never actually get anything done.
0: True. Right. We were going to start with a quote and I can't remember what the quote was, but you will remember what the quote is.
1: Good. Thank you for that. Uh, the quote is by Alex hormozy and it's, you don't be... Oh, you don't build self confidence by shouting affirmations in a mirror, but by bringing building an undeniable stack of proof that you are who you say you are. Uh, Outwork your self doubt is the kind of summary. And there is there are two sides to this quote. I actually like to add into it a little bit that there's another side to that quote in that every time you're giving yourself, every time you don't do what you say you're going to do, you're giving yourself evidence that you're not who you say you are, and that. Lowers your self-confidence a hell of a lot. So I know there are a lot of coaches who will be struggling with self-confidence and feeling like they're struggling with imposter syndrome. And the more they talk themselves into that, the more it's going to be true for them. If you wake up every morning and you you say to yourself, or you say, I'm going to be a great coach, and then you don't do anything with that, you're giving yourself evidence to the contrary of what you're saying.
0: Mm. Well, same with like working with. Clients, right? When yeah. they're like, "Oh, you know," like promising themselves that they'll go to the gym, and they're not going, or saying that they'll stick to a really rigid diet and they're not doing it, and then you're basically finding evidence for yourself that you fail every time you try. Yeah, and then and this what is really bad at as well is being like, the one time that you do go to the gym. Well, no, I'm not celebrating that as a win. That's what I should have done anyway. Well, really this is where the... acknowledging wins as well.
1: This is where standards of perfection really screw people over because if you have perfection as you're good enough if you are absolutely perfect if you're flawless in your performance your response is well that's what i should have done whereas if you're anything less than perfect your response is well i'm a terrible human being and i don't deserve to be here and and actually you need to lower those standards and that goes for everything you know social media podcasting conversations with people that you're having you know if someone doesn't want to sign up to your program or if someone wants to challenge you about something and ask you more about what you're doing, it doesn't make you a bad person. And I think that mindset shift can be really simple. If you're expecting no one to ever challenge anything you say, or you expect every bit of social media content to go viral, you're going to be satisfied when things do go viral and you're going to be disappointed when they don't, and they're going to not go viral more times than they are.
0: Mm-hmm. I I mean, a lot of this is like coaching yourself, right? Like set yourself some non-negotiable standards and then set yourself some optimals and give yourself credit for reaching between both of them. So whether that's like, I'm going to post three times a week on social media, but optimal would be six times a week. Okay, great. Like, but give yourself some credit when you actually show up for yourself and you do those things, especially if you're struggling with it at the moment, like in terms of being consistent or putting yourself out there. Exactly what you would say to your clients, right? But it's like coaching yourself in your business. But I think it is interesting the quote because you're right. Like, I think lack of self belief, like, the answer to lack of self belief is to take action and prove to yourself that you can do it. But what I think that that quote misses, obviously, because it's only like a one liner, is that you've probably created all this evidence for yourself that you can't do it. And that's what you're working against initially. And that's so, because of negativity bias, that's such a like stronger signal, right?
1: Well, I mean, negativity bias, I heard a, an interesting quote from David Goggins saying that he sometimes shuts himself in a dark room and is really honest with himself and is like, you're fat and you're lazy and what are you going to do about it? And really goes up against himself. But I don't think that's honesty. because,
0: Well, it's not for David Goggins.
1: <laughs> but But I don't think it is for anyone. I don't think I, I don't think you're you're getting a real genuine look on your life if you're just sitting in a dark room and shouting negativity at yourself. That's that's the very same thing as berating yourself and then putting up a, a facade of. Oh, but I was just being brutally honest with myself. Like, OK, well, what good things have you done? Tell me that you are a human being who has not done a single good thing for the last seven days. And I will call you a liar. Yeah, I'll call you out on it because there's no one who's not done anything good. Yeah, fine acknowledge the areas that you could improve on and acknowledge the areas that you need to work on and yeah challenge yourself and be like what could I do better but you're not being honest with yourself by just looking at the bad things
0: yeah true. Like, that's, that's not it's honesty very, it's very hard to get perspective on yourself being yourself yeah like I think and even when people think that they have that like clarity I don't think many people do like it's too hard to see it yourself I mean that's even why one of the reasons that like coaching and mentoring is useful because you're getting from an outside perspective well this is how I see you you know like this is how you're putting yourself across or this is how you're coming across and you're too close to see it even looking at like your own social media versus looking at somebody else's it's much easier to be like well these are the ways that you could improve than when you're looking at your own you're like I I can't see it because you're too in it to actually have that perspective to look over it and like an objective view.
1: Well, it's like looking out and looking at things in, in the grander scheme of things. You might think that you're providing value, but actually when we look at your social media on a grand scale, like when you look at your grid, even zooming out to that extent can be the the, the reality check where you go, Oh, that isn't actually what I'm
0: yeah. who
1: I'm talking to. And I think Simon Mitchell once gave me the best bit of advice for that, which was look at your first nine posts and tell me who you help. Don't zoom in on any of them. Just look at the, the the nine, three by three, nine post grid and tell me who you help. And if you can't tell me that, then you need to kind of zoom in and actually figure out what you're putting out there.
0: And a lot of people just haven't nailed that down of like, who yeah. is it that you're trying to help? What is it that you actually do? I think there's so many people that like apply to work with us on afm and i'll look at their social media when they book a sales call in and i can't tell what they do i can't tell how to work with them you know it's like the real basics of like if i actually wanted to sign up with you i don't know what i'm getting and i don't know how to do it then it seems so simple and so obvious but it's like that stuff isn't clear and if that's not clear it's obviously unsurprising that you don't have a business
1: yeah and i think this is actually knowing what you present and what you present to the world is crucial. And it doesn't matter what kind of business you have, whether you have a face-to-face business, whether you have an online business, it is crucial to understand what you're presenting to the world. And I work with a lot of people who are face-to-face personal trainers. And one of the first things we talk about is how they present themselves in the gym. Mm. So how are they presenting themselves when they're on the gym floor? What are they, ta- what are they spending their time doing? Are they spending their time talking to the other PTs? Are they spending their time talking to the other staff members? Or are they actually out on the gym floor helping people? How do they present themselves in terms of their their bio is an interesting one because almost all gyms have bios for, for PTs. And if you read a bio in it, I could put any picture next to that bio. Then it definitely doesn't tell me enough about you. You know, if I could just pluck any of the other personal trainers and swap their picture out for yours, and I would believe that that's that person. Your bio is definitely not.
0: Yeah, I mean, they tend to be done very badly, right? Like, it's normally, like, fully qualified personal trainer. You're like, okay, you only have, like, three lines. We already know that you're a fully qualified personal trainer. Like, we need to know a little bit more. And then it tends to be, like, a fucking bullet pointed list of like courses that you've done like I'm a kettlebell accredited instructor and I've got my first aid certificate and it's like no one gives a shit about any of that how can you help that person like who do you have
1: or it'll be something like do you want to get fitter and lose fat and get stronger well no shit they signed up to a gym membership
0: yeah
1: you know and the nicest way possible that is what they're there to do how how do you help them specifically what is it about you i mean mine my, my bio at my gym starts with i'm not a bodybuilder i'm not a drill sergeant i'm not going to shout at you for an hour i actually care about you that's my first line and i i know i've spoken to people who have been like that's the reason that i went with you because out of all of them you were the only person that told me a bit about you
0: mm. which yeah, it's,
1: it's quite nice it was nice to see that I was getting my point across
0: yeah yeah and, and the other kind of good thing is that because most people do it really badly if you just do it
1: open, a little bit better
0: <laughs> yeah kind of stand out quite a lot I think that's true with most commercial gyms like most people are exactly what you're just talking about like chatting to other PTs or they're on their phone or they're in the staff room or that you know they're not there working the gym floor talking to people being happy smiley engaged professional looking like offering people a way to oh my god it's just so the the (laughs) the weather is just so wild anyway um (laughs) they're they're not there like being like helpful personal trainers essentially we spoke about this I think like a couple of weeks ago But it was just such a good point that like, it's not the most skilled personal trainer that's full. It's the friendliest, always. Yeah, without a shadow of
1: a doubt. Yeah. Uh, I see this time and time again, the person who is smiling at the most people, the person that knows the most people's names, the person who is instantaneously recognizable on the gym floor as the helpful PT will be the one that has the most clients. Mm -hmm. There was a guy that started at our gym uh, relatively recently And he came in and he stormed the gym floor. I've never seen anything like this guy. He came in and was basically saying hello to every single person in there. And his client base just built so quickly because he was every second that he could devote to the gym. He was in there and he was talking to people and he was helping people. Even when he was training, he was there looking at how he could help people and how he could be of service. And it wasn't to everyone's cup of tea. Some people didn't like it, but we've, as we were just saying on the mastermind this morning, you don't need thousands of people to like you.
0: Mm. If
1: you're a face to face personal trainer, you need thirty,
0: really, yeah. if that, yeah,
1: if that. And actually, that's that's not that hard to find in a gym that has three and a half, four thousand members.
0: Mm. And it's not that hard to find online either. If you know who you're talking to yeah. and you talk to them directly, Like you want to talk to those 30 people, not everybody, and just get, like, blurred into the sea of other coaches. Like, there are so many coaches now, I guess, because we have so many people that apply to work with us, that they just all look exactly the same. Like, there's nothing different. But then what's wild, I'm going to give one example, mainly because... I kind of want to call her out to make her see how stupid this is. But honestly, if I showed you her page, it was like generic online coaching, blah blah blah. I'll help you get fit. This, she's a fucking doctor. Wasn't obvious from her page at all. Like she's she's a doctor. Yeah, (laughs) and
1: coaching's a side hustle.
0: No, no. She so she's left medicine now, but like she's a qualified doctor. Like still nowhere on her page. Like has her um what is it GMC registered whatever wait am I talking about anyway right whatever she's registered as a doctor um but it doesn't really like you know it says it somewhere but like it's not like it's not of I mean that's your unique selling point right what an amazing combination of skill set to have and that's like the first thing you know it's yeah that kind of stuff I'm like and that's a really obvious thing but there will be something about you that's different And that's exactly what we do on AFM. It's like, okay, the first call is all really about like, why are you different? Why is someone going to come and work with you and not somebody else? What can we pull out of you that makes you unique? What are you passionate about? What are you good at talking about? What can you uniquely help people with? That's, what's going to build your business. Not like, yeah, so I'm an online coach, like literally all the other online coaches, why would anyone want to work with you? And it, it sounds like a quite a brutal question to ask, but that's what you have to ask yourself. Like, why is someone going to work with you and not me?
1: But it's not hard to to find that out. And I, I say not hard. It takes a little bit of introspection being able to look in inside and say, but the simple way to figure it out is what do you get excited about? If you're on the gym floor and you're chatting to someone, what is it where what topic do you find yourself still having that conversation with someone after five minutes and knowing that you could carry that on? And yeah, or at family gatherings
0: point is that a lot of the time your in-person niche won't be your online niche absolutely or what you're offering in person won't be the same as online because and we see this a lot with coaches that are like oh do you know what my passion is is getting women confident in the gym and to lift weights I'm like that's amazing that's better in person what else are you about that we could help people with online like is it confidence around eating out or food or relationship with food or body image and like I'm not saying that you can't help people get confident in the gym online you you absolutely can but it's a it's better in person in my opinion
1: I think it's a much more difficult niche to to tap into it's an it's a much more difficult niche to actually help people with because people who want to be confident in the gym are often looking in the gym but they might not be able to find the right person in their gym who can actually do that and this is where if you position yourself as an expert for example there's someone that i'm working with at the moment and we're creating a how-to series of basic shit you should know Mm. if you're going to the gym things like how to adjust a pulley stack and that kind of thing tends to gain quite a lot of traction with their audience because their audience actually resonates with that because they're not confident in the gym and they don't really know what they're doing and they're brand new to it
0: yeah i think
1: that's what they get excited about
0: and what are you excited about? Who do you most want out?
1: you know I want to help the people who don't think they belong like the outliers. I want to help the people who think that they don't fit and whether that's in the fitness industry or if it's if it's in the gym, when I'm looking at my fitness clients, they're often people who don't think that they ever could have been the gym person. They couldn't have ever been a gym goer. They couldn't have ever been. The, the person in their friendship group, I had a few people this week say to me that they've gone on holiday with friends and they've, they've walked up hills and they got to the top and they were the fit one. Their friends were all gassed out halfway up and they were turning around and saying, well, I never thought that would be me. I never thought that was my thing. And when it comes to coaching, when you've got people who are going, well, I don't want to be an influencer. I don't want to be that That person who just posts reels that are me dancing along to music. I want to be someone who gives value. I want to be someone who actually cares, but I don't think I fit in that. That's who I want to work with. Those are my people.
0: And they're probably people that can do the best because there's loads of people dancing to reels. There's loads of people doing the same thing slightly differently. And I think what, like, it's so easy to get distracted by this. We literally just spoke about this on the mastermind as well, but you don't really want thousands and thousands of people to like you you want 30 odd people to love you to love you enough to actually want to pay you to help them reach their goals that's what you're focused on so when like in that situation I'm like oh that person's gonna do way better who's like I'm not I'm not like that I don't like I don't know doing 50 different takes of a reel I don't like doing dancing to whatever, TikTok, blah, blah, blah. Like I want to do something different. I know what I want to do and this is what I'm passionate about. And you can stand out you can be like, I'm not the same as that. And I'm not the same as that. This, this is what I do. And I'm strong about what I do and what I don't do. They're the people that are going to do the best.
1: Without a shadow of a doubt, if you can see your, your mission, if you can see your goal, it's it's not simple, but it's significantly easier to get in touch with the people you want to get in touch with and i suppose letting parts of your personality shine through in in face to face or online is essential for that i think th- we were saying you were saying about how you'd come across loads of social media profiles that all tend to look like the same like generic hashtag generic online coach
0: yeah
1: and it's always here are some transformations here's a calorie calculator here's my app Here's me training.
0: Yeah. And here's how you get in this amount of protein and uh, that. Yeah.
1: Which is, which is great. And that stuff is to an extent essential to be able to, to show people that you can talk about that, but it shouldn't be your entire personality. They, and people often don't know as much about you as they think they do. I think I got a bit of a wake up call about that this morning where I posted my old dog's trust jacket. And I put a poll on my story saying, did you know that I used to work at the Dogs Trust? And everyone was like, wait, what? And I thought I don't ever shut up about that. I feel like I don't ever shut up about my past with animals, but a lot of people don't realise that I used to work in rescue centres. And yeah, so people don't know you as much as you think they do. And they want to, they really want to.
0: And that will often be the thing that is not relevant to coaching, right? But it's what makes people resonate with you more than somebody else so yeah sharing that kind of stuff you will notice as well that that any post that you do that's even if you put out the same information but you frame it as your own experience versus somebody else's even sometimes when you're framing it as client experiences like you get better interaction with it when I say that like this is what I'm doing because this is the goal that I want to reach I get way more interaction with people being like, oh, why are you doing it like that? Or how did you do it like that? Or why, like, whatever. Then if I'm like, I had a client who came to me with this goal and this is how I helped them get there. Now you've got to play the game to do a bit of both, I think. But it is interesting. Like people are nosy, they want to know about you.
1: Yeah. And I think it's interesting you say about Actually, playing the game. On because... that
0: point, on that point, right? Yeah. This is the first time I've tagged Zoe in a story. I just looked at how many people have viewed it. So like eight hundred people have viewed this story. Four hundred and fifty four have clicked to see who Zoe is. <laughs> I'm like that's how nosy people are, right?
1: People are people are very nosy.
0: Yeah. Like, Unfortunately, I think... I have a private profile, so you won't see it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, well, I think. People, people are inherently very, very nosy. I get much more interaction when I put myself and Lola on my story or me and Indy on my story or I post about something that I'm getting up to, something that's not. Here's me in the gym.
0: Woo-woo. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also think what you were talking about on the Mastermind about basically opening up cold DMs and it not always just being like, or like semi-cold or whether it's like people that have just followed you and you want to start a conversation with them not going in heavy with like hey do you want to lose fat or like hey do you have a health and fitness goal but something like that's more relatable or just like friendly opening conversation Like you could even I don't know like I know where there's a crap one but like could even be something like that like it doesn't have to be always directly related or like did you go on holiday this year
1: Speaking of crap ones, are you relating to my terrible one-liner?
0: Yeah, what was it again?
1: <laughs> if you were well, to come with a warning label, what like... would it be?
0: James was like, yeah, use things that like you used to use in dating. And I was like, well, what did you use to use in dating? And then he said...
1: If you were to come with a warning label, what would it be?
0: Now that is not a great chat line.
1: Are you kidding me? That's brilliant.
0: What? But I just can't, like... I just can't think of, of what, like, what do you want them to say? I an avoidant Leave.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Something along the lines of, have <laughs> never been to therapy, unmatch.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Run.
0: Um...
1: Maybe that one's not the best one for the coaches looking at getting in touch with their audience. But something along those lines of are you a dog person or a cat person
0: yeah something that uh, do you that... know what I do think is one or other things are quite good because they're easy to answer and this was the other thing we were talking about that if you ask too big a question like that question I'm like I don't even know how I'd answer that so I probably just wouldn't and that puts people off a little bit as well if they're like Yeah, for sure oh. but if it's like this or that Um
1: it gets it puts people in teams I'm just, doesn't it?
0: I'm just googling chat up lines um do you have a name or should i just call you mine do you have a coach or should i just call you my client
1: <laughs> yeah that one i've always thought that would work
0: yeah what about i seem to have lost my email address could i have yours
1: i mean arguably that could be both context yeah like uh, i'm going to sign you up to my email list but I'm not actually going to message you.
0: <laughs> Did we go to school together? I could swear we had chemistry. Oh, oh, this? no. Do you want a raisin? No. How about a date? Oh,
1: oh. Uh, the, Chat. some chatter blinds are absolutely, I think we're looking at the same what list.
0: Have we met? Because you look exactly like my next client
1: i wouldn't put it past certain people's vrs to message people that vas vrs where am i getting that from yeah we're doing we're doing virtual reality um lead generation now
0: um (laughs) my parents told me not to talk to strangers but i'll make an exception for you i think that
1: one's got good Good, I, like, I swear utilization. I
0: don't normally DM people, but I just couldn't resist asking if you have a fat loss goal at the moment.
1: Are you a time traveller? Because I can see your results in my future.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the one.
0: Um, okay, so, you know, you guys, you're so welcome to use those and let us know how you get on. Do you know one mm. really useful thing that came from the Mastermind was using voice notes more effectively yeah i thought that was voice
1: voice notes are a great way to get your personality across and this is where you know it's like being in person one of the one of the best things about being able to have a conversation with someone is that they can get the inflection of your voice and have you heard the um data about how much of love is to do with someone's voice it's where things like Love is Blind come from, in that you can you can fall in love with the sound of someone's voice. No. Not just the way they yeah. look.
0: Yeah. Huh. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. But some people just have awful, awful voices. What about them? Oh, I've got some bad news. Stick to text.
1: Oh, my God. Look, so these I'm people...
0: I can't believe that this is on here oh go on poet katie perry you make me feel like i'm living a teenage dream <laughs> Oh, Shut up line wow i think mm.
1: i'd be insulted by that i'm like what i'm covered in acne have way too much of a high sex drive and don't have any money
0: mm. Are you, you swept me off my feet right i'm gonna stop now Um, I didn't get this one if you were a a fruit you'd be a fine apple oh like like pineapple
1: pineapple yeah that's that's pretty dire yeah when I meant when I said chat up lines what I meant was open-ended conversation starters that aren't necessarily to do with what your end game is
0: okay fine yeah whereas a a a lot lot of these like end game you know
1: yeah, a lot of these are like, you know, trying to do open and close all in one line, which isn't ever going to work for anyone.
0: Oh, If I were a cat, I'd spend all nine lives with you.
1: I don't know if that's sweet or mildly like... I get like some... Like, I get satanic cult vibes from that one. Yeah.
0: Okay, right. Well, um that was so voice notes yeah voice notes very
1: useful yeah yeah voice notes great way and you know builds that personal personal connection with someone they feel like that you're invested in them a little bit more they feel like that you actually care it's a little bit like what well, again what we were saying on the mastermind they probably see you as their favorite influencer or a minor celebrity in their world where if you drop them a voice note oh wow that person's actually taking the time to voice note me
0: yeah, and it makes you stand out. It makes people feel heard. Yeah, I think that's the thing. And it's just that little bit more personal. Definitely don't make them too long. But I do think, and actually the example that was given, it's like the same thing can be said, the exact same words, and the tone doesn't come across in text, obviously. So it can yeah. seem dismissive. So I think um, Lucinda was talking about um, someone who had said they don't like the app that they were using. And, like, they just responded saying, yeah, totally understand. Um, this is the best one I could find. Then none of them are perfect, right? But the way yeah. that they said it in the voice note is like, yeah, I totally understand. But this is the best one we've got at the moment. And it works really well. But none of them are perfect. Believe me, I've tried to look for them. It's the same, like, text. But it, it that could sound quite dismissive when written down of, like, Well, I tried to look for one that was good, but I couldn't find one. This is the best one we've got. Doesn't come across in the same way.
1: Well, as you say, it's exactly the same wording. It's just a completely different meaning when you put the inflection behind it of, well, I I, I did try. I I have been looking. I've been looking at different things as opposed to that aggressive tone that could come across. It's very easy to do. And I think text misses it, or text text ends up with that a lot. But if you do have a terrible voice, just use text. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah. else. Just text. Stick to text. Or you can get, I mean, you can get diction lessons.
0: Diction? Do you mean... Di- yeah. Is that what they're called?
1: I mean, it's probably like eloquence lessons or elocution. Elocution lessons Yeah. would be yeah. the being able to engage and there are there are coaches out there who will teach you how to give speeches and give talks with gravitas and other things
0: there is someone i follow on youtube shorts who does that i can't remember what it's called now but yeah he even just gives example of like how you should speak what speed you could you should speak at the pitch in which you should speak all this kind of stuff and i think it's easy to think that's not important, but it is actually quite important.
1: I mean, can you send me the link so that I can practice for the uh talk that I'll be doing at AFM Live in Glasgow on the fourth of November?
0: Yes, I will. I'm very excited about that. And yeah, no, I think he's uh his content's really good for that.
1: I I'm so so excited to see everyone there.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be really good. I've just um, found somewhere for dinner. So that's Ooh. yeah. Where? To have an um, exclusive. I think it's a vodka rev that's like a Cuban style, but basically, we wanted somewhere that wasn't like really expensive and it'd be like £20 a head there. So, fine. Yeah.
1: I mean, that sounds excellent.
0: Yeah, no, I'm excited.
1: And we'll probably be better than the last couple of times we've tried to go out for dinner where we've ended up wandering around because <laughs> this happened at Level Up and oh my God, it then happened yeah. at the IFS as well.
0: Yeah. Just wandering around being like. It's- Never get space for enough people. No, I think my fence is going to blow down.
1: <laughs> well, there's a AFM exclusive. Emma's fence will not be there by the end of the day, and she'll be posting it to Instagram live. So make sure you tune in. Uh,
0: no doubt. My mum was like, "I'm not going to work today or tomorrow." There's a storm. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I I'm fairly certain that you've got like red weather warnings, haven't you? Yeah. No, I think we do
1: yeah of, of do not leave the house kind of vibes yeah stay safe
0: yeah okay i will if if um yeah if i don't blow away and you do want to sign up to af mentors head over to afmentors.com booking a call sorry there's there's like a lot of stuff like flying around outside anyway book in a call we'll chat to you see if we're the right people to help you reach your goals Sorry, that was the worst pitch I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I just
1: really want to see how bad it actually is. Can you send me a video when we're when we're done?
0: Yeah, hey, I'll send you a video. All
1: right. Bye. Bye.